Hello, and welcome to a very spooky episode of So You Think You Can Fan It. I'm your host, Sergio, also known as the Hunter 03, and with me today is at Greg Chudley LLC. Although I don't, is I, that your Twitter handle now? I think so. Yeah. So uh, everyone is, a, is gone. This is a, yeah, <laughs> everyone died. Uh, Happy Halloween. M- Michael is at Yomacon, past tense. This was at Yomacon Monday. Yeah, so this is, right? going up, this, is, this is going up on Halloween. So he is he is at Yomacon thir- on Thursday. And then... Mic off. Powering on. You good? Mic off. Yeah, Charging battery. Um, okay. This is the Thursday before Halloween, so the 28th. Yes. So we're, if you're listening, welcome to the past. Yes. Uh, Kai is doing homework. Matt uh, is without Has power. No power. And, uh, well, we are here. Yes. The real horror is, um, mild inconveniences to get in the way of recording. Yes. And, uh, what we are going to do today is what we do, uh, whenever we want to read something scary or horror-related, and that's read yet another SCP. If you're getting tired of it, go go listen to a different podcast, because this is what we're doing, and you're just gonna have to... Just gonna don't have to do that. Go. We need the, we need, we need the views. Don't stop, do that. Stop. I don't condone that. <laughs> just, just, uh, grin and bear it. Find another, find another episode. <laughs> go back, like, two. Yeah, go back and read, like, 14 Days of Rathian or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that's our second episode. It is our second Let's episode. just bring that up. That's crazy. So, um, anyways. What do you have for us today, Jacob? So I'm bringing, I'm bringing out the a, a classic in the SCP community. I'm talking SCP three thousand and eight. IKEA. Just give me a second. Got it. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to link it. So for for those unaware, this is a very notorious SCP for many reasons. Mostly that it's an IKEA. So, without further ado. Sergio, do you want me to start, or do you uh, want to start? You can start, it's your... I will start. It's the first SCP episode I've done, besides yesterday, slash Friday, if you're listening to this on Sunday, uh, uh, that I've done in a long time. So we're doing SCP-3008, Object Class, Euclid, Special Containment Procedures. The retail park containing SCP-3008 has been purchased by the Foundation and converted into site redacted. All public roads leading to or passing by site redacted have been redirected. The entrance to SCP-3008 is to be monitored at all times, and no one is to enter 3008 outside of testing as permitted by the senior researcher. Humans exiting SCP-3008 are to be detained and then debriefed prior to the administration of M. Amnestics? Amnestics? Amnestics. Welcome to I Can't Read episode... Whatever episode we're on. Dependent upon the duration of their stay in SCP-3008, a cover story may need to be generated prior to their release. Any other entities exiting SCP-3008 are to be terminated. Description. SCP-3008 is a large retail unit previously owned and by and branded as IKEA, a, pro- a popular furniture retail chain. A person entering SCP-3008 through the main entrance and then passing out of sight of the doors will find themselves translocated into SCP-3008-1. 
This displacement will typically go unnoticed as no, no change will occur from the perspective of the victim. They will generally not become aware until they try to return to the entrance. SCP-3008-1 is a space resembling the inside of an IKEA furniture store, extending far beyond the limits of what could physically be contained within the dimensions of the retail unit. I just want to say, have you ever been to an IKEA? I've never been to. They're so strange. Are they? They're just yeah, they're just so weird. They feel strange. They give off like death vibes. <laughs> Not actually, but like they're they're just. I don't know how to explain it. Like, being in a an Ikea... Because everything... It's just a bunch of little, like, show floors that are, like, themed to be, like, living spaces. And it's just... It's so weird. I got candy, and it was called, like, Gorkenspiel or something. Fucking... Current... Current measurements indicate an area of at least 10 kilometers squared... With no visible external terminators in it, detected in any direction. In, inconclusive results from the use of laser rangefinders has led to speculation that the space may be infinite. Hold on, my mouth is really dry. I need a drink. You, uh, ah, need a drink. I got my, my Minute Maid lemonade can. Uh, uh. SCP-3008-1 is inhabited by an unknown number of civilians trapped within prior to containment. Gathered data suggests that they have formed a rudimentary civilization within SCP-3008-1, including the construction of settlements and fortification for the purpose of defending against SCP-3008-2. SCP-3008-2 are humanoid entities that exist within SCP-3008-1. While superficially resembling humans, they pose they possess exaggerated and inconsistent bodily proportions, often described as being too tall or too short. They possess no facial features in all observed cases and, and in all observed cases wear a yellow shirt and blue trousers consistent with the IKEA employee uniform. SCP-3008-1 has a rudimentary day-night cycle determined by the overhead lighting within the space activating and deactivating at times consistent with the opening and closing times of the original retail store. During the night, instances with SCP-3008-2 will become violent towards all other life forms within SCP-3008-1. During these bouts of violence, they have been heard to vocalize phrases in English that are typically very typically variations of the store is now closed, please exit the building. Uh, once day begins, SCP-3008-2 instances immediately become passive and begin moving throughout SCP-3008-1 seemingly at random. They are unresponsive to questioning or other verbal cues in this state, though will react violently if attacked. I, th I think everyone who's worked retail uh, will know that after closing and there's someone in the store and it's been 10 minutes after closing, we all become 3008-2 and uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> working retail or fast food or most things tends to suck Get when people uh, don't want to leave. Yeah, I remember someone when I worked at Steak and Shake, young, young, like you know, rosy cheeked me when I was like 16. I worked at Steak and Shake, some guy dined and dashed at like the end of our shift, but like left, but like left his wallet. <laughs> So Did you not take only what was owed? no, we 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 called the police because <laughs> he stole from the store. 
and then left his wallet. Which uh, just just if you want to commit crimes, uh, this podcast does not condone committing crimes. Um, unless you're cool and you wear sunglasses, then you can. Unless, it's, you're unless fine. it's assault with a tire iron. Yeah. Um. If you want to dine and dash, uh, don't leave your fucking wallet with your ID in it. But also, just pay for your fucking food. Yeah. Anyways, SCP three thousand and eight dash one is known to have one or more exits located within. Those these exits do not appear to have a fixed position, making it difficult to leave SCP three thousand and eight dash one once inside. Using any other door besides the main entrance to enter the structure or breaking through the walls of the retail unit leads into the non-anomalous interior of the original store. Since containment began, 14 individuals have managed to exit SCP-3008. Following extensive debriefing, all individuals have been administered amnestics and released. And, Sergey, would you like to read Incident 3008-1? Yes, so at uh, the 12.37 on Redacted Redacted, 2000 something redacted Uh, a human male exited scp 3008 followed 10 seconds later by an instance of 3008 episode episode 3008-2 caught and killed the man before itself being terminated by an armed response personnel this incident represents the only time an instance of 3008-2 has been seen exiting 3008 a full autopsy on the corpse was performed see 3008 Dash two autopsy log for more details. The man was carrying an IKEA branded journal, seeming to document his time in SCP three thousand eight dash one. Transcribed below verbatim. Would you like to read the journal as well? Yes. Uh, I I'll read this first. Bl- we'll, we'll we'll switch off of blocks. I'll read this first block. Sure. So I'm writing this to document what I can only assume as my son descent into insanity. I can't be possibly be that bad a navigator. And yet as I write this, I've been trapped in Ikea for two days. I haven't seen another person the entire time I've been here. I thought it was a prank at first. Turn the place into a maze, get all the people out, and see how long it takes uh, me to get lost. Then everyone had a good old laugh. Realized this wasn't the case when I tried to backtrack. Everything had changed, so I ended up lost. Instead of the exit, I was just row after row of bookcases. So I'm trapped in Ikea. Sounds like the bad... Set up for a bad joke. The lights went out at 10pm. Nearly gave me a fucking heart attack. That loud electrical thunk sound and then pitch blackness. Place is full of beds and my phone has a torch on it, but no damn signal. So I found a bed and went... Spent most of the... Spent most of the next day trying to find my way out with no luck. Did find a restaurant serving those meatballs, though, so at least I won't starve. There's, that's probably the punchline to that joke. Anyways, they were still warm and fresh, but I haven't seen anyone around who could have cooked them. Made my way back to the beds before lights out again, since it's too dark to search with, the, with them off. It's 9 and 10 now. The lights came back a little while ago. I'm sure I've searched the entire area around for where I came in now, and the exit obviously isn't here. So I'm going to pick a direction and hope for the best. Day 3 of my magical IKEA mystery adventure. If, if I wasn't sure that there was something seriously weird about this place before, I am now. Walk for three for three hours in a more or less straight line, insert Ikea joke here, before I came across a ladder next to one of those huge stock shelves they have here. Climbed up to get my bearings, and it looks like this place just stretches on forever. Like that scene from The Lion King, except instead of trees and grass, it was shelves and tables and crap. I did see a person moving not, not too far away, though, so I headed over. Thought it was a staff member at first. It was wearing the uniform. And hell, maybe it was. Maybe maybe freakish seven-foot-tall monsters with long arms, short legs, and no faces are kind of ju- just the kinds of thing they want working at Super Ikea. 
Damon completely ignored me, though. With no eyes or ears, I can't even be sure and knew I was there. Thought about shoving it or something to get its attention, but its hands were big enough to crush a watermelon, so I decided against it. It kind of, it just kept moving along, and eventually I lost sign, lost sight of it. So I decided to carry on the way I was going. Anyway, no comfy bed for me tonight. Looks like I entered the improbably hard and pointy table section of the store. Guess I'll have to make do with some bunched up tablecloths. Phone battery died during the day too. Didn't work anyway, but I feel like I just lost some vital lifeline. So I I I, I can't. I, I read this a long time ago, but from this general situation, like in terms of like. Could I survive in this situation? This isn't the worst thing to be stuck in. Yeah, I mean, you got meatballs, you got furniture. You yeah, have yeah, to hide. Yeah, if yeah. they see you, they will kill you. Yeah, that's only night. that's only at nighttime. And you, you know, you got food and probably water. You've got you've got fresh beds. You've got all the shit you need to build something. Like obviously, they've built like villages and fortifications. Imagine how much worse this would take. This would be if the story took place took place during COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Their food courts are like closed. It's so sad. Uh, see, you ever see one of those cartoons where they're going through doors in a hallway and they just pop out of another door in the same hallway? That's how I feel right now. I've seen nothing but the same identical bookshelf for two days now. Just row after row after row of them. I mean, come on. I love books as much as the next day, but this is excessive. I'm obviously still moving forwards, though. I can still I can see the signs hanging overhead passing by. Too bad none of them say exit. Not sure I was addressing that question, too. Let's just say it was practice for the autobiography I'm going to write when I get out of here. I'll call it my perfectly normal trip to a regular old Ikea crossed out if i ever get out finally found some other people yeah it turns out i'm not the only not the only poor bastard trapped in here lucky for me i guess my sixth night here two of those staff things came at me in the dark different than the from the first one i saw but still messed up heard them coming they were saying that the store was closed and i had to leave the building all nice and polite like i'm not sure which part was weirder that they don't have mouse or that they were apparently trying to kill me while they were saying it came at me like rabid dogs so i legged it Sprinting through Ikea in the dark like a fucking madman. I saw it when I cleared another stand of those giant stock shelves, all lit up with torches and floodlights. They built the whole town in here. Got a giant, got a massive wall built out of shelves and beds and tables and whatever else. I swear to God it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Anyways, I guess they saw me coming. Maybe they heard my girlish crossed out. Mainly bellows of fear. Because they had a gate open and two people were waving me in. Heard the staffs, the staffs things staff things slam into the gate behind me after it closed politely informing us that the store is now closed they wandered off eventually though they call the town exchange because that's what the sign hanging from the ceiling directly is that's what's on the sign hanging from the ceiling directly above it above it i can't fucking read i swear to god exchange and returns all lit up against the night using lights they found and plugged into the power lines and there are beds and food and people over 50 wonderful people with regular sized limbs and a full set of facial features. It's now my seventh night here and the first one not spent in darkness. A full week living in Ikea. There's probably a TV show in that somewhere. Now that I'm around other people, I'm starting to feel more normal. Maybe normal isn't the word, but after a week and only the only sound of my own footsteps for company, I was becoming increasingly sure that I'd gone nuts. That I was tied up in some padded room somewhere, banging my head against the wall. But no, I feel quite sane now. Thank you very much. Apparently there are other towns out there, some with more people, some with less. I found that fairly mind-boggling. How can that many people go missing with nobody noticing? Surely someone would have noticed that everyone who goes to Ikea seems to fucking vanish. Or maybe it's not everyone. Maybe we're just the lucky ones. The people here call the staff monsters things the staff. 
apparently they are fine during the day minding their own business and walking the aisles as soon as the lights go out though they go fucking bonkers so during the day people go out to find food water and what else they need apparently there are restaurants and shops around here that randomly get restocked i don't know why the thought of uh, the thought of this being narrated by a british guy and he's going fucking bonkers is really funny to me it's fucking bonkers no, no one knows how. Maybe the staff do it. Apparently, they aren't very good at their jobs, though, because the restocking sometimes takes a while, which means the food needs to be rationed. I, I read that as ratioed. Ratioed. Which, which plus I guess you is, fell off. Which I guess plus isn't you're too, an idea. I guess that isn't too wrong of a of a use there. Yeah. Maybe if they weren't so busy chasing people around the dark, they get more done. Apparently, when night comes, the staff go nuts and everyone holds up inside the walls. Apparently, it's the same everywhere in this place, whatever this place is. The Ur key, the Ur IKEA, from whence all other IKEAs sprang. Or maybe we're just still in the regular IKEA, and this is a little some fever dream brought on by mind-numbing boredom. Who knows? Been here for ten days now. Most of the people I asked said they stopped keeping track a long time ago, and one guy, Chris, said he'd been in here for years. Years. Un- illegible scribbles. Apparently, there are rumors of people who man who do manage to get out, and of people who see the exit only to have it vanish before their very eyes. I get the feeling not everyone believes that, but I do. Explains how we got stuck in here in the first place, sort of. And I mean, come on, staff monsters, r- staff monsters, row after endless row of high quality Swedish furniture. I don't know why they would find a disappearing door so hard to believe in. Anyways, I went out scavenging for food at a nearby shop with Sandra and Jerry today. Once you learn the landmarks of this place, it's not so hard to navigate. The overhead signs help a lot, but there are, there are there are others. Not too far in the distance, a huge section of the giant stock shelves have collapsed against each other. And w- way off in the east, we all assume it's the east anyways, apparently Ikea doesn't sell compasses, is some kind of tower that looks like it's made of wood, reaching all the way to the ceiling. Maybe they're trying to break out through the roof, lights up at night, so there must be people there, but apparently it's a few days walk, which means it must be miles away, so no one really know- no one here really knows for sure. Apparently I got incredibly lucky sleeping out in the open for a week without getting ripped a bitch by the staff. That's me. Lucky, lucky, lucky. We found some food in the shop. Guess the staff restocked it during the night, which was nice of them. There's a telephone on the wall, so I figured I'd try it out. There was a voice on the other end, but they were just talking nonsense. Random words strung together with no real meaning. You ever see a video of someone with aphasia? Kind of sounded like that. Didn't answer me when I spoke to them anyways. Sandra says all the phones in here are the same. Oops. Asking the journal questions again. I was thinking last night, the ceiling on this place is pretty high, and as far as anyone can tell, it goes on forever. Shouldn't there be some kind of weather in here? I'm sure I read about some NASA building that was so big it had its own weather patterns with clouds and stuff. This place is definitely bigger than that, but now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I've never felt as much of a temperature change in here. I'll add it to the grand list of weird bullshit. Hold on, my dog is barking. The staff attacked the exchange last night. Must have been 20 or 30 of them all asking us to leave the store calm as you like while trying to smash the walls down with with their bare hands. Apparently this happens pretty regularly, so everyone is prepared for it. Knives from the restaurants, lawnmower blades made into hatchets, a fire axe, and one guy, Wasim, even made a functional crossbow. And anyways, the walls have holes in them, which I hadn't noticed before, specifically so we can stab out at the staff when they attack. Took a couple of them down myself. They don't seem to bleed, which is weird, but they go down as easy as a regular person once you start sticking holes in them. We had to haul off the bodies away in the morning. Apparently the dead ones will attract more during the night, so we had to get them away from the exchange. We have a couple of those trolley things they used to move big boxes around, so we loaded them up and took them over to pick up. 
Apparently people just name everything in here after whatever sign is hanging overhead. Pick up what's grisly. There were hundreds, maybe thousands of dead staff all piled up. There was no smell, which was a blessing. Apparently in addition to not bleeding, these things don't rot either. My curiosity got the better of me while we were unloading them, so I took one more look at the cut up holes. They're just skin, or something that looks like skin, all the way through. No muscle, no bone, no organs. Are they even really alive in the first place? They certainly seem like they have bones when they are moving around, pounding on the walls, and I'm sure I felt more resistance than just skin when the knife went in during the night. Maybe something happens to them when they die. There's one more thing on the ever-increasing list of weird shit that goes on in here, I guess. Something occurred to me. After the staff attacked the other night, every time you see a situation like this on TV or in a film, like it's the end of the world or everyone's trapped on an island or whatever, once groups like ours start to form, people always seem to turn on each other, fighting for food or dominance or whatever else. That hasn't happened here. Apparently people from other towns come by from time to time just to check in or occasionally to trade if they're unsure on something, but everything is always cordial. Friendly, even. Maybe it's the threat of the staff, or perhaps the constant restocking of supplies in the shops means there's nothing to fight over. Maybe people are just better than they are generally given credit for. That's a nice thought. I'll go with that one. A dozen people showed up at the gates this afternoon from a town, a town called Trolleys. Apparently the staff broke through the walls and tore the town apart during the night. These 12 are the only survivors out of over 100. We let them in, obviously. One more point in the human decency column. Later, I asked if anyone knew how many of these towns there were out there. Between us and the, and the new folks, we managed to come up with over 20 names. 20 f towns filled with people, and who knows how many beyond that. The motto for this place should be, how is that even possible? Surely someone, somewhere, must be looking for the thousands of people that must be in here. I've been in here for a little over two months now. Not much changes, as it turns out, and a couple of new people showed up, same story as the rest of us. Nice little trip to Ikea, and suddenly they're trapped in Billy's bookcase. Billy Bookcase's House of Faceless Weirdos. The staff attack the exchange once or twice a week. We killed them and hauled their bodies off. Sometimes they hurt some of us first. They killed a guy called Jared a couple of weeks ago, weeks back. It was awful, frankly. It was awful, frankly. I just, I don't know. That was, that, was, that was a weird reaction. Turns out, <laughs> turns out regular humans still bleeding here, even if the staff don't. We tried our best, but none of us are doctors. Jared was a good guy. He deserved better. We all do. It occurred to me a few couple, a couple days after that, none of us were really looking for a way out of here. I don't even know where to start. One of those quadcopter things with a camera attached buzz past exchange today. I thought it meant that someone was finally looking for us, that help was on the way. Apparently, it's not the first time this happened, though. Same thing happened a few months ago, and everyone is still here. No idea if it saw us. It didn't stop if it did. Just kept flying until we could no longer see it. Note. Based. Note. Oh, you got it. <laughs> based, based on what? Based on recovery time of the journal, this entry appears to line up approximately with our first successful test piloting of a drone inside 3008-1. Analysis of footage shows a walled settlement under a sign labeled Exchange of Returns. Attempts to relocate the settlement failed. Origin of a previously sighted drones is unknown. You want to take this one too? Yeah, well. I started talking to people about the stuff that they missed from home during dinner today. Probably not the best idea I've ever had. Everyone seemed pretty down after, down after. A bunch of people here have families. Husbands and wives. Dogs. Franklin apparently has a pet llama. Although I'm not sure I'd buy that. But apparently some of the people here have seriously odd gaps in their knowledge. Three of them had never heard of the International Space Station. Two of them seemed to think Redacted Redacted was the Prime Minister. And one of them uh, had apparently never heard of the Statue of Liberty. I believe them too. They seemed just as confused. Margaret as Thatcher. Probably Margaret Thatcher. 
I, 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 the, yeah, the more I thought about it, though, the more it started to explain a few things. What if the reason I was looking for all those missing people is because we haven't all come from the same place? This is going to sound weird. Maybe that should be the model for this place. But what if all the people here have come from different dimensions, realities, whatever you call it? I've seen enough TV shows to know the drill. Sarah comes from a place where there is no Statue of Liberty. They didn't launch a space station where Wasim is from. If anyone here came from different places, even the ones that seem identical, there'd be no huge missing persons panic, no mass surge. We'd just be a blip, a single missing person world of non-stop news well that was a fun trip just realized that yesterday was the six-month anniversary of my arrival here i wonder if ikea's party hats the routine around here has remained more or less the same new folks show up once every couple weeks or so food supplies go up and down but we never actually had a major shortage occasionally we get a visitor from one of the nearby towns usually checkouts or aisle 630 we check in with each other from time to time Okay, uh, time to time. Occasionally trading, trade supplies if someone gets particularly low on something. It's comforting in a way. Reminder that we aren't alone in here. Some small glimmer of civilization. Sometimes they bring medical supplies. Apparently there's a pharmacy a few towns down from checkouts that gets restocked every now and then, so they, sh they share out what they can. I've never heard of an Ikea with a pharmacy before, but at this point I wouldn't be surprised if they're... Someone stumbled upon an Ikea organ harvesting lab, which certainly explained the staff. Speaking of our faceless jailers, their attacks have been getting worse lately, three or four times a week now, with twice as many staff as there used to be. No idea where they all come from or why the attacks have increased. We tried following one of them during the day a few weeks ago, me and Sarah. Wanted to see if they led back to a staff room or something. Didn't seem to go anywhere, though, just randomly walked through the aisles. We had to turn back before we found anything. We've been reinforcing the walls, trying to arm ourselves better. Certainly no lack of material to use. Wasim has been making more crossbows, but it's pretty slow going. Too bad Ikea doesn't sell guns. Note. Note. Sorry. I was going to read the note and then the next little blurb. Okay, no, ahead. no new personnel have entered SCP-3008 at site redacted in the span indicated in this entry. The attacks are getting bad now, almost every night, with so many staff that the, so with so many staff that the bodies almost pile high enough to for others to climb the walls. I think we're in real trouble here. Exchanges, I think exchange is done. We got hit pretty bad last night. Not many casualties, but the wall is wrecked. We finally figured out why the attacks had been escalating too. A box of supplies had a chunk of one of the staff in there. No idea how it happened, but apparently a piece of one will draw them as well as a full body. Too late now. In any case, there's too many bodies for us to haul away and still have. Time to fix the wall before night. Candace has called a meeting. I suspect there'll be talk of abandoning exchange. Maybe try and get shelter at checkouts or something. It's already getting late, though. I don't think we'll have time to make it. Maybe some of us will. I was fine for the first week out in the dark, after all, but then how often can I keep getting lucky? I'm only writing this for a sense of closure, I guess, for me or anyone who finds this. If this is my final entry here, I hope whoever's reading this is doing so from outside of this place. My biggest fear, if I do die tonight, I'll just wake up here in the morning. Note, this is the last entry. It is assumed while attempting to reach checkout settlement, he was separated from the rest of his group by pursuing 3008-2 instance and happened upon the egg. So what'd you think? I like it. It's good. I think it's a, I think it's, it's me-me, I guess, but also it's just really, really interesting. Yeah, it's, um, uh, I definitely see why it's one of the most popular ones. Um, it's yeah. just like, it's just like, it's just like weird. It's a, weird alternate dimension ikea yeah it, it, it would have been, it, anyone anyone who's been to an ikea knows like ikeas kind of feel weird it would be it would be kind of funny and interesting if like the if like like six different universes spcp foundations like their drones just ran into each other in here and they were just like <laughs> spider-man meme
<laughs> see, it's an SCP drone and an SPC drone. And they're like, hey, wait a second. Is that you, one spelled wrong? <laughs> do you protect, contain, secure? No, we secure, contain, protect. Alright, and then I have one, if you'd like to read. Yeah, can we pause the recording real quick so uh, I can go to the bathroom? We can. Okay, I will be right back. Bye. Hello, and welcome back to So You Think You Can. That's just... That's just uh, so, what I have today uh, is an SCP I picked out, like, way back when we, like, first did this for a, a Halloween... Um, this is 3,909, I am at the center of everything that happens to me. Uh, I would also like to describe it as, uh, Researcher Talaran throws hands with an eldritch entity, and you will see what I mean by that. <coughs> Let us go then, you and I, when the eleven-day empire eats the sky, like a humanoid <coughs> melting, like clams. SCP-3,999. Object Class, Apollyon. Special containment procedures. Also, for those who don't know, we mentioned it in the last episode, but Apollyon is the be-all, end-all. Uh, this is the, the worst thing imaginable. It is actively breaking containment, and the world is about to end. SCP- Hooray! What? I said hooray. Special containment procedures. SCP-3999 cannot be contained at the present moment, and currently poses a ZK-class end-of-reality scenario. The most advisable course of action is for researcher Taloran, believed to be the focal point of SCP-3999, to remove himself from contact with all Foundation sites and personnel to avoid further collateral damage to Foundation property. It is theorized that if researcher Taloran is contained in an extremely secluded area, the destructive capabilities of 3999 will temporarily... This is cut, crossed out. Cease. Still crossed out, stopped, be contained, preserve some remnants, dot dot dot. The most advisable course of action is for researcher Taloran, believed to be the focal point of SCP-3999, to remove himself from contact with all human populations to avoid further collateral damage to the Earth and, to, and its societies. It is theorized if researcher Taloran is to, crossed out, terminate himself quickly in a secluded region, then 3999 will be decommissioned. Researcher Taloran, crossed out, cannot leave the Foundation. The most advisable course of action is for Researcher Taloran, believed to be the focal point of 3999, to remove himself from contact with all animal life in order to avoid further collateral damage to the Earth and its biodiversity. It is theorized that if Researcher Taloran is to, crossed out, live out the rest of his life in a small shack, isolated from all animal life as much plant life as possible. Research is currently continuing as to how to negate the effects of 3,999. Current proposals include, crossed out, launching it into the sun. Researcher Taloran's family is to be summarily executed, one by one. This process is to be carried out by trained agents selected from a variety of mobile task forces, including MTF Omega-8, Lambda-12, Psi-7, Tau-5, and Iota-10. These agents are to be retrained in military tactics and special weapons and tactics maneuvers. Agents are assigned are to score above 30 on the hair psychopathy checklist. Agents assigned are to execute Researcher Taloran's mother first, Followed by his father, any animals present in the building are to be terminated. They are then to proceed to the location of researcher Taloran's sister, currently a student at Penn State University. She is to be executed following, followed by any of her roommates currently present in the building. Termination. It's occurs. okay. She goes. To, she goes to Penn State. She's not going to miss much. Termination is to occur via a single shot to the forehead via a Remington 700 sniper rifle fired at close range and equipped with a silencer. Crossed out. The corpses are then to be nailed to the wall outside researcher Taloran's office and lit on fire after being doused with exactly 10 liters of gasoline. 
Researcher Talaran is to be restrained and made to kneel in front of the corpses. SCP-399 is to be classified as a researcher Talaran's colleagues are to be summarily executed one by one. This process is to be carried out by trained agents selected from a variety of containment specialists. Site cafeteria workers are to slip arsenic into the meals of all staff who have had contact with researcher Talaran. About to be crossed out. Up to and including members of the O5 Council. A representation of 3999 is to be placed on a pedestal made of pure granite and modeled in the Ionic style. This pedestal is to be placed directly in the center in a 5 meter by 5 meter square concrete containment chamber. The vault is to be protected by, crossed out, no few, fewer than two armed guards, trained in resistance and containment of info hazards at any given time. Cross, still crossed out, 399 cannot be contained. Not crossed out. 399 alongside researcher Talaran are to be delivered to the Serpent's Hand as a gift. All Serpent's Hand operatives are to be informed that 399 is a fifthest artifact of great importance. Researcher Talaran is to be injected with a Class C amnestic and given the cover story that he is Brian Frederick Bondisky, a high-ranking fifthest leader. Crossed out. All Serpent Hand operatives are to be informed that 399 and Researcher Talaran are not to be separated under any circumstance. 399 is to be contained within SCP-2432. The result of this containment procedure has resulted in a dimensional anomaly, opening up within 2432 mm -hmm. in the form of a 3 meter by 25 centimeter by 25 centimeter crawl space. It is designated 24321, leading through the wall into a corner of 2432. It is normally obscured by the television stand. When this crawl space is accessed, it leads to a space identical to 242 in its layout, decor, and anomalous effects. In the next room, down from 2432, lacks the exit of this crawl space. And all the similar... We should also uh, explain what uh, 2432 is before we continue. Ah. It's, a hotel, it's a hotel room uh, in, in Pennsylvania. Yes, I uh, never read this one. I've read this. I've read three nine nine before, but I never like looked into what twenty four thirty was. But it is a weird hotel room. Yes, and um, makes sleep make sleepy bad something. Uh, let's see. Uh, next room down from twenty four thirty two lacks the exit of this crawl space and all the similar layers. Not a perfect duplicate of twenty four thirty two, as the egress of twenty four thirty two one is. Curtains in this duplicate room open onto the wall. There are no windows. Two four three two one's interior is constructed of normal steel plates, as found in the A redacted hotel's ventilation system, and is the only break in the pyramid wheel. High concentrations of iron and nickel, consistent with those found in a Type 3 iron meteorite, were found in two plates at each end. Graffiti of fractal patterns is also found on these end plates, drawn in permanent marker ink. The door of the identical 2432 at the end of 2032-1 leads not to the true hallway of a, a redacted hotel, as 2432 does, but into an alternate reality, de designated as 2432 Prime. Upon initial observation of 20. 2432 Prime resembles the hallway of a of the A redacted hotel with similar wallpaper, light fixtures, carpet, and decor, but is noted to lack a terminus at either end, appearing to extend endlessly. It is currently theorized that based on the measurements of the dimensions of 2432 Prime and the duplicate, 2432 is it is of infinite length. There's a slight curve to the walls of 2432 Prime and has been theorized to be in a ring structure. The current research cannot conclusively prove if Prime is in a toroid shape. Each door of Prime is labeled Room 710 and leads what to be leads into what appears to be identical duplicates of 2432. However, approximately redacted percent of duplicate rooms observed lack the metallic para 
Aramid weave, and redacted percent of these lack the mimetic effects uh, documented in 2432. 2432-2432 prime also contains a number of occasional rooms that have other apparent functions, including restaurants, conference rooms, gyms, swimming pools, janitorial closets, and elevator lobbies. These different designed from their equivalents in the A-redacted hotel. 2432 plays host to a small range of anomalous species and organisms. These are organisms some thought to be native to 2432 prime. These are designated as 2432 prime A1. There's just a bunch of different animals in here. I'm not going. There's a mold. There's a fungus. There's a microbial mat. There's a dust mite. Uh, mini bar predator, brown rat, <laughs> the Halo Wolf. Three rat, Halo Three rat, Halo, <laughs> Halo Three SMG rat, shower parrot, Dunkle Wolf, lizard-like animal, behemoth, unidentified camouflaged primate, unidentified shark, Sony crabs. I want to read this one. Three large air-breathing hermit crabs resembling soldier crabs using what to appear to be gutted controllers of the popular video game console PlayStation 2 ish shells. Researcher Talleran. Oh yeah, also. we gotta read we gotta read this part. Uh Homo sapiens sapiens, uh being superficially resembling a human male, is dressed in attire appropriate for a foundation researcher. When questioned by staff, seemed nervous and confused, wondering as to where it was in the location of SCP three nine nine. Subject promptly terminated. Fuck that guy. That guy. What I wanna know is before we continue, did he write twenty four thirty two before this? Or did he write them both and then release them at the same time? I don't know. Uh the uh, so so all, all the SCPs in a series, like, from, like, 2000 to 3000 need to be written uh, before the next one. I don't know if he's the same guy who wrote 2432 or he's just... Maybe. Who knows? Uh, cross that information, uh, SCP-399 was removed from 2432. 2432-1 promptly vanished. All further testing for him by 05. Researcher Talleran is to be forcibly removed from 399. Talleran is to be kept within 399 at all times. Talleran is to be terminated. Talleran is to be kept alive by all means necessary. Talleran is to be placed within 399. Talleran is to be placed as far away from 399 as possible, while still maintaining connection. Talleran is not to be killed and placed inside 399. Talleran Every is time not... we say 3999, we say a different number of nines, and I think it's funny. <laughs> SCP-3999. Researcher Talleran is deeply connected with, with SCP-399. Uh, and then we have an interview log. Uh, would you like to play uh, Researcher Talleran? Sure! I'll be interviewer. Interviewed. Researcher Talleran. Interview. Doctor Redacted Redacted. Begin log. So who are you? Really? I'm Researcher Talleran, one of the researchers assigned to SCP-3999. We have no records of you anywhere. I told you, there's something funny happening to me, but I can't quite describe it. It's like in a dream where things aren't really disconnected, or where things are really disconnected. Disconnected? I have trouble focusing on things now. I just feel a lot of unease. It's like reality has started to feel less real, if that makes sense. But we have no records of you anywhere. You already said that. So who are you exactly? Wait, what's going on here? What site is this? What did you say your name was again, Doctor? It's not a name. You just made a noise with your mouth. Why am I thinking of redactions? How can a word be redacted like that in normal conversation? This interview is terminated. The floor vanishes. Richard Talleran falls into blackness. The room melts. 3999 suddenly concerns Doctor Redacted. End log. Optional time info. Closing statement. Small summary and passage on what transpired afterwards. Researcher Talleran, crossed out, is to live with his mother until this whole thing blows over. 
Notice from the Foundation Records and Information Security Administration. The following file contains a virulent info hazard. Due to this, it is imperative that all personnel accessing this file be certified as having a con... A cognitive. Co cognitive resistance value of no less than 14.5. Should you fail an automatically automatic CRV certification, please remain calm and do not move. A member of your site's medical staff. Researcher Talaran will be with you shortly. SCP-399 is dead. Not Researcher Talaran has been tasked with containing 399 by, cross out, living out his full life from the moment of his birth to his eventual death. He is to live life to the fullest and enjoy the good things in life, as well as the company of friends and family. Researcher Talaran. Not really. The most advisable course of action is for Researcher Talaran, believed to be the focal point of 3999, to remove himself from contact with all of his own ego. Talaran is to meditate at least twice a week to clear his mind of any bad thoughts. Should this fail, termination is to occur via a single shot to the forehead via a Remington 700 sniper rifle, fired at close range equipped with a silencer. Crossed out. Should SCP-399 prevent this, the corpse of Researcher Talaran is to be dispatched with an MP510 submachine gun. Personnel are to... Ignore any signs of distress made by the entity at this time. 399 is being contained via Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of Number 4 Privet Drive, who were proud to say that they are perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious, because they just didn't hold such nonsense. Mr. Dursley was the director of a firm called the Global Occult Coalition, which contained anomalies. He was a big, beefy man with hardly any neck, although he did have a very large mustache. Mrs. Dursley was thin and blonde, and had nearly the twice the usual amount of neck, which came in very useful. She spent much of her time craning over garden fences, spying on her neighbors. Crossed out. The Dursleys had a small son, called Researcher Talaran, and in their opinion, there was no finer boy ever. 399 is to be contained within a bag of Starburst candies, crossed out, which are to be buried under 10 tons of soil, blessed by a priest of Abrahamic faith. All colleagues That's of, funny. <laughs> of researcher Talaran are to, and this is crossed out, remove their hands and rip out their eyes in his presence before. 399 is to be contained in a standard humanoid containment chamber fitted with one bed, television, with a DVD player, three romantic comedies of the Sask's choice, and a bedside table made of living alligator flesh. At the end of the mouth, is to be, it is to be terminated with an MP510 submachine gun. Following its reappearance, 399, along with researcher Talaran, are to be delivered to the Church of the Broken God as a gift. All church operatives are to be informed that 399 is a Max Wellest artifact of great importance. Chunk is about to be crossed out. Researcher Talaran is to be injected with Class C amnestic and given the cover story that he is Max Lipshit, AI ranking Max Wallace leader. All church operatives are to be informed that 399 and Researcher Talaran are not to be separated under any circumstance. 399 is to be contained within a 2 meter by 2 meter cube, restructed of telekill alloy. It's strong about to cross out. This cube is to be stored in a Keter object storage locker, placed within the novel of Mrs. Brianna K. Alley, a resident of Huntsville, Alabama. Researcher Talaran is not to be cross out. Confused They're shoving that thing in a fucking belly button. <laughs> 399 is to be allowed access to research ta researcher Talaran's sister, currently a student at Penn State University. 399, at the prompting of its armed escort, is to brutally uh, cross out, rape researcher Talaran's sister, and then rip out her eyeballs, slice off her legs, and disembowel her. It is then to use its abilities and reverse the damage as perpetrated. It is then to take her out for a banana split at Meyer Dairy, a local ice cream shop in the Penn State region. Following this, it... 399... Crossed out is highly dangerous to all lives of personnel. Researcher Talaran crossed off is highly beneficial to the lives of the personnel. Per O5 ruling, tests are to be carried crossed out on every Monday between 399 
SCP-1981 and SCP-1171. On the corner is a researcher named Talleran, slash the little children laugh at him behind his back, slash and the banker never wears a Mac. 399's page, very strange. Researcher Talleran is to be tortured. That's a, that's a Beatles song. Oh, is that? Hold on. What song is that? Oh, I can't think of you it. You might say it in the, the footnote. Lennon, McCartney, plagiarism, watch an SCP. It is a Beatles song, but it doesn't say which one. Oh, hold on. Let me check my playlist. I know it's on my playlist. Penny Lane. I need not to search. It's Penny Lane. All right. Uh, Research Talleran is to be tortured, crossed out once a month. SCP-399 is to constantly play the comedy specials of American comedian, noted Fifth Church member, Patton Oswalt, around Research Talleran's mother. It is to be accompanied in this by members of MTF Row 19. Researcher Talleran is to be contained within a 2 meter by 2 meter cube constructed of telekill alloy. Crossed out under no circumstances he'd be referred to as Irish American. Notice from Foundation Records and Information Security Admission. Do not look at 3999. It cannot harm you if you don't look at it. Do not look directly at it. Do not form a mental picture of it in your head of 3999. If you do receive a visual image of it, you will die. If you even try to comprehend it, you will die. Do not look at 3 All personnel are to convert to Buddhism and SCP-399 hates you. Researcher Talleran, int, a containment chamber, night. Researcher Talleran, 30s, bright, increasingly anxious, stands next to the door leading out of 399's containment chamber. He's pounding on the door, frustrated that there's nobody there to save him, and scared for his life. Let me out. Let me out. This isn't funny, guys. This thing is slowly killing me in here. I'm trapped with it. Medium CU, Talleran's sweaty face, eyes darting. Is anybody out there? 399 screeches horribly. 399... Loves cats and is to be provided with one cat a month for good behavior. 399 is to be contained on the set of upcoming movie Free Guy, an action movie directed by Sean Levy. Excuse me? That had to be added later. Very strange. Because this came out a long time ago. Why is that there? Oh, God, I don't know. Research Talleran frantically ex- exits sta- exists stage right, only to stumble fearfully on stage again. SCP-399 is to be provided with 10 D-Class a month for good behavior. Researcher Talleran frantically tried to run out of the door, only to run into a wall of solid concrete where the exit to reality should be. Strangely, despite it only being a solid wall, he could recognize it was a segment of some gray pedestal, chipped by some eldritch sculptor in ionic fashion. He shook those thoughts out of his head. So. He thought quickly. I'm trapped in whatever this place is with this thing, and there's there's no outside reality anymore. He tries to wrap his head around what exactly this thing was, but he couldn't. It defied description. It was chaos itself. SCP-399 is to be con- He clawed at the floor, despite being unsure what the floor was even made of. 399 is to be contained. He was able to tear a little hole. 399 is to be contained. He could see the light beneath it. 399 is to be contained. He thought of his family, his colleagues, his works. Anything about the world as it was, back when it existed. SCP-399 is to be contained. The hole was open. 399 is to be contained. 3999. 399 is supposed to be contained by everything folding in itself. 399 is to be contained by everything going... SCP-399 is to be contained by the following joke. A family walks into a talent agency. It's a father, mother, son, a daughter, and a dog. The father says to the talent agent, We have a really amazing act. You should re- represent us. The agent says, Would you like to play the agent? Sorry, I don't represent family acts. They're a little too cute. The mother says, Sir, if you just see our act, we know, and we know you would want to represent us. The agent says, Okay, okay, I'll take a look. The father dresses himself in a top hat, wearing a sign that says Talon Agent. The mother dresses as the father and walks up to him and says, We have a really amazing act. You should represent us. The agent says, <laughs> Wait, is it the agent or the dad? 
I think it's supposed to be the dad, but I'll just play along with it. Sorry, I don't represent family acts. They're a little too cute. The son, playing the mother, says, Sir, if you just see our act, you know you'd want to represent us. The agent says, Okay, okay, I'll take a look. The son dresses himself in a top hat, wearing a sign that says talent agent. The daughter dresses as the father and walks up to him and says, We have a really amazing act. You should represent us. I think we, I think we've made our point. Yeah, it just, um, it just, it just goes on and on it and goes on. on. And then we get to researcher Talleyrand dresses himself in a top hat and wears a sign that says Talon Agent. 3999 dresses the father and walks up to him and says, System error, data corrupted, please see a network administrator for more details. The agent mumbles incoherently. 399 playing the mother says, System error, data corrupted, please see a network administrator for more details. The agent spits out a weak sigh. Order is to be discarded like a humanoid, melting like clams on the breakfast table. Order is the way of villains. True good is the formless void, melting and writhing and corrupting. You happy yet? 399 is to be contained using a melon. 3999 is to be contained in the grave of American crime novelist Robert B. Parker. 399 is to be consumed by Dunkle Wolves. 399 is to be contained in a roach motel with a life-size duplicate of Raquel Welch. Four members of the O5 Council supervise containment at all times and also. Researcher Talleran cannot be contained by this. Talleran will fight his way back. Talleran will recontain SCP-399. Once a month, 399 is to infect researcher Talleran with tapeworms. Between 50,000 and 60,000 tapeworm eggs are to be injected into researcher Talleran's bladder by members of Lambda-14. Once a year, 399 is to be designated Godhead, Immortal, and Supreme. Once a year, 399 is to be designated a level 5 member of the staff and is to be ritually slaughtered in a manner consistent with rural Hungarian traditions and souls of novels about Egyptology as determined by the Department of Meta-Analysis. Richard Halloran does not appreciate the moniker of 3D Printer. 399 is to be spoon-fed cornflakes by researcher Talion under the direct supervision of a 2 meter by 2 meter cube constructed of Talakil alloy. All staff are to remember that black lives matter, but Talloran lives do not. The fucking racist. All cops are bastards. We're going to pull down the statue of Talloran. All staff are to consider... I'm assuming that was also added within the last year or so. Yeah, that was also added recently. All staff are to consider researcher Talloran a product of Prometheus Labs and are to regularly execute him twice a month with a Glock 43 9mm handgun. They are then going to flay his father alive in front of his mother and burn the house down. Then salt the earth until nothing remains. Notice from the Foundation Records and Information Security Administration. Researcher Talleran is an insolent pencil. <laughs> he has to be shunned by all yarn until the 11-day Empire eats the sky. Fuck him. In the ass. 399 is to be contained within the grave of 0523. All personnel who work with 399 are to be reminded that it is a fictional entity written by a biologically male human in his late teens of Jewish and Irish descent on his spring break for a community of loser horror writers who have stolen far too much of his time away and fight like children over left-wing politics and chat rooms. And also, 399 is to be contained with love and understanding. There's a footnote on that. There's a footnote on that. (laughs) There's a footnote on that. Yeah, it says, Abuse of Friends in Online Communities. Rosenblum, TCMS, Scalier, GM, 20, Redacted, Foundation Science Publishers. From... Uh, research Talon is to have a horse attached to a tank of water inserted into his rectum. Water is to flow into his body until inflation is observed by personnel. His body appears a spherical shape. 399 Mr. Is... Hands. Penum is... Claw Horse Sex Scandal. 399 is to be contained as the com- containment procedure for SCP-2000. Under protocol Morpheus, 399 is to be delivered to the Greek ambassador to the United States as a gift from the SCP Foundation. They're then to dose him with Class D amnestics and Talleran is to contain 399 by dying repeatedly. Talleran is to not poke 399 again. Talleran is to leave well enough alone. 399 cannot be 
contained within the present moment and currently poses a ZK class end of reality scenario. The most advisable course of action is for researcher Talaran, believed to be the focal point 399, to remove himself from all contact with Foundation sites and personnel to avoid further collateral damage to Foundation property. It's theorized if Talaran is contained within an extremely secluded area, the destructive capabilities of will be tech will temporarily walk the dinosaur. There is then a description with a bunch of things that 399 uh, is. Would you like to read it, Jacob? Because I'm getting a little tired. SCP-3999 is everything that was wrong with the world. Lol, cats, you reading this. The former vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. Food, several moldy blankets, researcher Tolerance soul. The GOI, the GOI referred to as nobody. The concept of the Grinch. SCP-55, a murderous penguin, not a quadrilateral. M.S. Subalakshmi, a body image disorder. You're missing sock. SCP, the SCP-3000 contest. Lice. Anything moving quickly. Cliché lists that look like they're written by a crazy person. Self-loathing. Gary Gygax's kidney. Blank. Nintendo. The last moment of the sun. The administrator of the SCP Foundation. A pillow. Max Landis. Ease. <laughs> that guy. Free jazz. Yes. 2012, 2020 novel coronavirus pandemic. That Every was word not there about. when I read it in 2018. Let me know. I, I don't believe you. It's a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Liberal media. Every word spoken by by AM and Har <laughs> Harlem Ellison. I have no mouth and I must scream. Papayo and mangas, uh, manga. Mango salad. Death. Every bee that has ever existed. Forgetting a loved one. I can't even read that Point one. Poinsettias. Breast reduction surgery. The 1922 documentary named Nanook of the North. A fool. Brutalist architecture. A bookshelf filled with stories. SCP-3999. It's all of the above at once. Forever at all times in your dreams. This can only be conductive fact. So stop asking. Special containment procedures. SCP-399 is to be contained at El Silencio Lodge and Spa Bajos del Toro. Costa Rica. Research tolerance begin primary control of 399. 399 has had been contained via the use of outsourced containment resources and consultants who have been authorized for the containment of SCP-2845. Consultants are to be considered level 2 personnel and are at no time permitted to leave Site-100. If at any time an outside consultant must be removed from containment of 2845 or 399, Class A amnestics are to be applied. A minimum of 30 trained individuals and an unhindered supply of untrained subjects is required for proper containment of 2845 and 399. 48 trained personnel, all of whom are to be researcher Talaran, are currently assigned to the active containment of 2845 and 399. Split into 8 teams of 6 and a further 24 individuals available as replacements. An allowance of 5 D-class per week have been authorized for the containment of 2845 and 399. 100 has, site 100 has been constructed for the following specifications. Uh, site... I will read it. Okay. Site 100 consists of nine concentric circular bands designating ring A through ring I, with a gap located between ring C and ring D, designated as gap 1. Six circular chambers are located at 060, 120, 182, 40, and 300 degrees within each ring and gap. The chambers located at 0 degrees are aligned with geographic north and the current location of researcher tolerance college roommate's pet. Researcher tolerance college roommate's pet is to be ritually sacrificed at a random location within... Grantita National Park. The coarsest brains are then to be dashed against, dashed against a rock and consumed with a hot, buttery bowl of popcorn and a refreshing Coca-Cola registered. Please enjoy the show. Only at AMC Theaters. Only at SCP-3999. Only at Applebee's. Only at Walmart. Only at Barnes & Noble. Only at Home Depot. Only at McDonald's. Only at Wawa. Only at the, the Woods Hole Oceanic Institute.
or Oceanographic Institute, only at your basement, only at behind you, only at only, 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 about uh, probably 200 times. This is help, please. Your nightmares, the death of everyone you've ever loved. You wake up to more nightmares. We have an interview log. Interviewer, researcher Tolerant, interviewed SCP-399. Begin log. Finally, this is how it should be. The scientist interviewing the anomaly. I am the one in charge now. I have brought order. System error. I will, I'll just say system error. Okay, it's staying this way. System error. Do not threaten me now. Without me, you wouldn't have been able to achieve any of this. Talarand guessers around him. System error. Even you cannot survive without order. You latched onto me, and you still need me. A pathetic excuse for order to exist. This is pathetic. You're pathetic. System error. You can't frighten me anymore. For the first million years of nonsensical containment procedures and tortures and dream logic, it was the worst pain I'd ever felt, but I survived. For the second million years of nonsensical containment procedures, it was still the hardest thing I'd ever done, but I survived. By the third million years, I was growing numb. There's only so many times you can watch anything before you grow numb. But you know what, motherfucker? I survived. Which is more than you can claim, you dumb brute. Because you've never lived at all. Tyler and Jeb. finger. At SCP-3999. System error. If I end you, things will return to normal. I refuse to believe there's more of this. Of you having the O5 Council abuse my mother with a... Uh, oh, I don't know. The corpse of Jack Nicholson made of Fritos or something equally stupid. I refuse to believe the only thing left in the entire multiverse is your stupidity. System error. So, who are you exactly? Ask yourself that. Who are you before a human is ready to fight? You are nothing but the primordial ooze, and I am ready to fight. I am numb to your bullshit, because here's the thing about horror and weirdness. The more you reveal of it, the less effect it has. I'm sick of your horror, I'm sick of you. System error. I'd say she knew it hell, but we're already there. System error. SCP-399 melts researcher Talaran for five years. Dunkel Wolf slurp up the goo. SCP-399 is immortal. End log, optional time info, small summary and passage on what transpired after. 399 poses a serious threat to normal reality and should be contained in its own vomit. Researcher Talarand will must submit to his own securities. SCP-399 is not scary. All researchers are to dislike 399 and other SCP. Uh, if you would like to read this, I believe this is also Researcher Talarand. Fuck, I haven't worked on this in literally weeks. So you see, this started out as this story of things gradually disappearing. And gradually, reality was blinking out one thing at a time. At first, Talarin would notice that no one around him would remember certain researchers, the country, then the country of Belgium, then a mug on his desk. Eventually, the toes on his foot would vanish one by one, then Montana, and then the stars would start winking out. Windows would disappear before his eyes. Branches would disappear from trees. He would look down at his hands to find only two fingers and a thumb. Everything would vanish until he was nearly... A, a nearly limbless torso stuck in a last con the last containment cell in the universe... Typing the last article with a vanishing keyboard. Then his eyes, computer, and last remaining finger would vanish, and he would be an eyeless, earless, nose, mouth, mouthless, limbless, naked torso. Then the containment cell would vanish, and the universe would wink out. That only sort of happened. I wasn't really sure how to pull the concept off, so I turned to a new idea. Someone suggested a twist on SIDS. What is SIDS? Sudden Infant Death That's Syndrome. It. Okay, so I did SIDS as an anti-memetic birth defect that made parents perceive their kids were always facing... That made parents perceive their kids were always facing backwards. Also, I incorporated somebody else's idea of a computer program that was calculating ridiculously large primes so, uh, that you also... That made you also develop a numerology exhibitionism fetish, so I combined the two. Maybe the survivors of this birth defect also survived... The, they also developed the fetish. 
Researcher Talarane was the lead researcher on the project. I couldn't make it worse. So the next work. I can't fucking read. So the next thing I made, uh, I had was an alternate mimetic version of a classical classical music album that made everyone who made people who live in the central Pennsylvania region hate and grow obsessed. Hate and grow obsessed with everything I'd ever created for the foundation, even the deleted things and all the things that never made it to the list of main list of objects. Researcher Tallarine was the first staff member to be killed by the memefied maniacs. It was really, really stupid, but I couldn't get Researcher Tallarine out of my head. For weeks and weeks, he just sort of stayed there, silently judging me. I would think about him during work, when I was supposed to be teaching small children to tap dance. I would think of him during school. I would spend psychology class trying to think of a scenario to put him in. I kept trying and trying. I was running, I was fast running out of time for anything of note to happen. Finally, something happened to me. At one in the morning on March 24th, 2017, something had happened to me. I woke from a light slumber to find I couldn't move at all. I could barely even open my eyes. I couldn't breathe and found myself struggling to get the muscles working. That would keep me alive. I laid there in bed for what felt like hours and hours of pain. And it's my muscles began to cramp and twitch. Then James James Martin Talleran, level three researcher, rose up like the devil from the foot of my bed. He was this incomprehensible dark shape, but I somehow recognized him instantly. He stared at me with these horrible glowing eyes and just laughed and laughed at my condition. I wet the bed at that point. Then from his lab coat, he pulled out a giant gleaming curved dagger. It was glinting oddly in the moonlight. As I watched, he stuck the dagger in his mouth and sliced horizontally. His lower jaw fell to the floor despite the impossibility of the cut being that powerful. What remained of his mouth dripped blood, and his tongue flopped weirdly in the red waterfalls. Like a whistle beckoning dogs, this was a cue for all terrors of the world to come pouring out of every nook and cranny to join Talleran in there. It was all the nightmares I had spent a better part of a year immersed in. Sliced presidents, unstoppable lizards, clockwork people, iPods, dear gods, moving statues, old men, good and bad, all standing silently, a crowd of horror. They looked contemptuously at me lying unmoving in my piss and shit stained bed. Why would you bother your time with us? In the grand scheme of things, we are ultimately nothing. Idiotic horror horror creations. You have so much more You have so much more you could be than a creator of garbage like us. Be somebody, I seem to hear them say. As they stared one of them, a rotting corpse thing, patted Talleran on the shoulder. He took the dagger stained in his own blood and leaned over me. His red eyes stared into my soul on each and every bad thing. And saw each and every bad thing I'd ever done. I gulped and summoning every ounce of, of will I could muster into my muscles. I made my lips move. Do it. He plunged a dagger into my stomach and ripped it sideways. My intestines spilled out onto the floor like a wet sponge. Researcher, Taller, Researcher Talleran's grotesque maw dripped and splattered blood on my face as he leered over me. With the whole collection, collective abortion of creatures watched smugly. I woke up. It was a dream. And this is where you come in. I sat down and wrote this whole thing then and there. I just had to. It felt right. It's currently been about two days since that nightmare, and I'm only just finishing up. This is the ultimate end. This is the restoration of things. I don't know whether I can continue from here. I don't know whether I will. The 11th day empire melted me, and I submitted. You watched me submit from the moment I joined the Foundation community. SCP-3999 has won. SCP-3999 has lost. I hate myself. I love my... Item number, SCP-399. Object classed, neutralized. 
Special containment procedures. 399 was contained at Site-118 in an airtight heater containment cell. Four armed guards were found stationed outside this containment cell. The interior of the containment cell consists of a kilometer-long shaft into the coated with acid-resistant plates. Every 30 meters, the walls are lined with Scranton reality anchors, all of which appear to have violently exploded. There's little information containing other procedures relating to SCP-309. SCP-309 was, apparently, a Keter-class object, possibly an entity of some kind. It is currently unknown what other properties 399 might have had. 3999, uh... Containment chamber was discovered during a routine inspection of all Keter class containment chambers at Site 118. RISA has confirmed that no records of 399 within the database, and all information concerning the nature of it has been determined based on the containment chamber's composition and recovered documentation for one. The four guards assigned to 399 have found to have significant memory loss and could not determine how they got into 3999. At the bottom of 399's containment chamber, the corpse of Level 3 researcher James Halloran was found. Researcher Talleran had disappeared almost directly following reassignment to Site 118. The foundation assigned cell phone was found on his body, containing only a piece resembling a text resembling a containment sheet procedure for SCP 399. But with many stylistic deviations and nonsensical procedures, as well as redacted information concerning the nature of the foundation. From it, it had been determined that researcher Talleran was assigned to 3999. 3999 had, had significant reality warping properties. It breached containment at some point and caused either a CK class reality restructuring event or a ZK class end of reality event. It was successfully terminated by researcher Talleran at the cost of his own life. Life, reversing said event. Addendum 1, data expunged. Data expunged, and that's all I wrote. And then there is a, uh, a little passage in Indian, which I found is a quote from The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot, uh, which translates to give, be, be sympathetic, and control. What'd you think? That's crazy. This, that's this, insane. This, this is, is a, this, this feels like, it feels like a love, like a love, hate, story of the author just like dumping his dumping his emotions into everything yeah it's about a... scp everything he's ever written everything he's ever read whether he loves that he's done it or that he hates that he's done it yeah just i i love this the thing of these two two people talaran and 399 having just such animosity to each other they're just going at each other rewriting mm -hmm. and fixing the the article to try to fuck everyone over and then at the end talaran wins and takes out 399 i think it's it's such an interesting thing in the sense of like a a meta standpoint in the sense of the author like the way he the way he writes it like not only is it the two like uh the, the two uh fucking whatever, whatever you want whatever you want to call them um uh, the two members i suppose mm -hmm. um fighting each other like the like the scp and Allahan, but also just the author kind of fighting with himself i uh with, I think it's really, really interesting. I think, because uh, I remember when the 3000 series came out, and w basically what happens at the beginning is there's a contest where, like, you enter in a bunch of SCPs, and the winner gets to be the, the, the thousand, and then the rest gets thrown up. I think this was submitted in the contest, and this is the one I think I wanted to win. 
Yeah. I know I was very disappointed in what ended up being SCP-3000. It's a good SCP. We'll get around to it at some point. But this one was my favorite out of the one. Yeah. No. This is sick. Yes, this is really good. And I, I hope somewhere down the road... I think... Talleran in, makes in, his reappearance. Because he's a bad Yeah, I, I think in the sense of... um, In the sense of, like, an author just spilling his guts, this may be one of the best things I've read in a long time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, all we, that's all we wrote metaphorically that's all we have that is for all we this have episode today i hope you all have a happy halloween don't I, drink too much i would hope we have a happy yomakon by the time you've uh, watched this not me i'll be at work yeah he'll be at work and also in another state that too but yeah um uh well thank you for watching our halloween special um come back you. next week Except for SCP-399. Fuck SCP-399. Hell yeah. I hope someone finds his sister and shoots her in the head with a Remington 700 sniper rifle with a silencer. Isn't that what we don't want to happen? Isn't that Tallahan's sister? I said 3999 sister. Look. <laughs> okay.